When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celtics Stuff Live with your hosts, Justin Poulin and John Dukes. Welcome to Celtics Stuff Live on the CLNS Media. Oh, man. I, this I, I say CLNS Media. I'm just, I'm excited. <laughs> you're listening to me and you're saying, wait, I know that voice, but usually the other guy talks and then this guy, this voice talks. <laughs> Not tonight, fans. Not tonight. Justin Poulin, under the weather, he's, I don't know what's going, I don't know if he's got the coronavirus, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> he's in he's, parts unknown. He's in parts unknown. <laughs> Throwback <laughs> Thursday, you know man. Voice. There's another voice you know, <laughs> and that's the one, and only Nick Jelso. This is, we're, we're throwing it back, we're not, we're not going to talk about Kyrie Irving. Those last <laughs> we we could, open. if you want, if you want. I put no. out a great tweet tonight, did you see it? Oh, I did. The I karma did. tweet? <laughs> <laughs> he blocked me, you know. Kyrie. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's probably the most defense he's done. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, Kyrie, yeah. Let's yeah, not go there. My part, just to, to close the circle on that, you were right, Nick. You were right, uh, Nick. You were right. I don't take pleasure so, in it, John. I, I know. I know you don't. You're, you're a true Celtics fan through and through. And yeah. We all wanted it to work out, or whatever that meant. But uh, man, what a uh, well, uh, what a nightmare! It's a lot different now. We can say that indeed. And and we've kind of gone to the point where that guy is he who shall not be named. So <laughs> we're gonna move. We're gonna move past that. We're gonna move past Kyrie Irving. Celtics playing well. Things are are moving in the positive direction. I don't know if Justin can still take credit for the the swoon that had happened, but the Celtics are playing well. They they're back. Uh, great win in Miami this week. Uh, but you know, honestly, I think everything that has happened over the last you know three, four, five, really this week has really kind of come under the the pall and and, and the um, the sad situation that obviously afflicted um, you know all of us as we came to learn about Kobe Ryan's passing a terrible tragic helicopter crash his daughter passing away and 
it, it's I mean I just as I say it I just get chills and just it just mm. I, I don't I'm record we're recording late here on on uh, on Thursday night I had to go to my son's basketball practice I'm helping helping his team out so you know I I get the whole dad thing and, and getting involved but um you know we've seen a lot of tributes and all that but Nick what what's been your thoughts because you've kind of gone through uh, this and yeah I mean I, well first of all John how like ironically poignant yet awkward is Boston lit up in purple, particularly Boston garden in purple and gold. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and take the train down uh, to North station to see it for myself. Um, but it's been, I mean, it just goes to show that Bostonians are not just really good sports fans are classy and uh, Kobe I, of course, am am heartbroken, but we don't need to canonize him. I think we have to remember that he was a human being that made mistakes. And uh, I'll give you what I loved about him. I loved his throwback mentality, not the Mamba mentality, but the throwback mentality. He was a throwback to a time when um, you didn't exchange jerseys after uh, the closing buzzer with your opponents, right? And uh, he had the work ethic and the drive. But then he was also Kobe, you know, where I have to say, you know, after the dust settle, I thought of you, John. Because uh, you always called him like the world-class turd or something, you know, <laughs> and I'm not going there tonight because but, – but but the one thing is uh, – and it's it's almost um, shocking that CNN is the only network that I've heard, you know, mention the Denver situation. Um, there was a dark side to Kobe. I think he mellowed out as he got older. Um he definitely was intimidating. You know, you know, I think you were, you covered 2010, right? I yeah, mean, the, the yeah. finals there. I mean, he had an intimidating yep. side. He, I, I really liked him with the media. I thought he was funny. Um, but the faces, like, you know, I could be petty and bring up things that annoy me. And all truth be told, I would take 10 Kobe's over three quarters of the league today. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the on the positive at the start here. Yeah, uh, I don't think I, I was negative. Do you? No, 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 no. Yeah. I I, I'm, I think I think it's honest, absolutely. Yeah. And and he, what was what was I think what we could appreciate as as older fans, I guess at this point, and we want to say that, uh, you know, we he harkens back to the era that his dad came up in the '80s. You know, Kobe and I are the same age. Uh, and and the appreciation that he shows for the game then and the growth of the game and hard you know physical mental toughness uh, he placed such a priority on that and I and I and I've always appreciated that of him that you know I think yeah, that, that was something that he uh, he took a special pride in I mean certainly. <laughs> To shoot free throws when you got an Achilles tear. Um, oh, you know, come on, it, man. It, you know, I mean, that's, that takes something. That takes something. That's incredible. I, I mean, mean and it's, that's, it's and insane. I, I hate to say, John, yeah, I don't want to cut you off here, but no. uh, you're going to yeah. edit this out first. Or you can leave it in. It's a podcast. I really don't care. Somehow <laughs> my Skype went on speakerphone in the middle of you doing this. I'm turn it off. Okay. I think I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that when he did that. It was like, okay, this guy is 
I, there's no words I could say it. I mean, that's the most yeah. painful uh, injury short of what happened to Hayward in basketball, right? I mean, right. the dude gets up and shoots the free throws just in case he's okay to go back in. Come on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. That, yep. And that's a, that. It takes a, a special mental toughness. It takes you know a, a will that is just not normal. And and so that's the part of the that Mamba mentality stuff that I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I thought. You know, like I said, he's the same age I am. So I'm coming Me out too. of high school. Yep. I, you know, I, we're coming out of high school at the same time. <laughs> I'm yep. not going to the NBA. No, nah, uh, but... I'm just starting to gain weight and smoke weed. <laughs> right. I mean, that's really what it's all <laughs> right. right. This is like the, the R-rated Celtic stuff live it's, with me on exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's 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 all good. And, and, and you know, he goes to Lakers and, and, and obviously Shaq's there and – the thing about Kobe, okay, I'm going to go into it because I, I can't hold myself uh, Yeah, back. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah you got to be honest, man. I mean, he, I, there was great side and, and there was there was an ugly side. There was an ugly side. And I I looked at Kobe as somebody who had the potential to be the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah. I really did. I thought um, his athleticism, his intelligence, his toughness, uh, his uh, – and, and the fact that he was – in some ways, born on second base, um, not mm-hmm. necessarily as in terms of being the son of a basketball player, but who ended up in the loss in, in the Lakers, mm-hmm. playing for Phil Jackson, playing well, not initially, but eventually playing for Phil Jackson. Who did he play for, for initially? Del, Del, who was Del, it? Del Harris, I, yeah. Del Harris, a guy I know, Cooper. Coop was the assistant coach on that. That's team. right. I remember that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so you know, you got that. You're playing with Shaq, the most dominant player of that era, without question, most dominant player in my lifetime. I mean. There's something about LeBron who catches on the wing and puts the ball down and, and going to the rack, but mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal in those in between, you know, that that Lakers tenure was unlike anything that I can really compare it to, and certainly with the way the games change, you can't even compare it to today. Mm-hmm. And and that wasn't even compared to when we were growing up when it was great. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So you it's, take yeah. all that and then it falls apart. And mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Lakers drama. think, right, we got to push Shaq out. I got to be mm-hmm. the top guy. You know, there's an era there where his numbers are great. He gets the 81-point game. Shot um, 300 shots. It, right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying, right? And so it, it ta- he, he asks out. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a, there's a period of, you know, obviously the Colorado situation. We don't yeah. even need to go into that. Everyone yeah. knows that situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you look at No, these, you know the problem is, Duke? I don't think a lot yeah. of people, I think young people don't even know. I mean, when you right think on. about it, it's not been mentioned. ESPN uh, has not mentioned it, I don't think, one time. Yeah. yeah. And, I, well, I, and that's not fair because I, I boycott ESPN as much as possible. But when I've had it on, they've not mentioned oh. it. Yeah. And it's. But it's like, you know, but even if you just keep it on the floor, I mean, this was he wanted to be the man. So, OK, you're the man. Right. And yeah, he had great man. He's got great PER stats and all this. But that league, those like some of those Lakers teams were so disappointing. But do you know, he stuck with them 20 years with the same team through losing and winning. And he won without Shaq, which was the ultimate. You know, that was his goal. I can't, I got, I mean, that's the one thing I got to disagree with you on because, yeah. and I think if this was 10 years ago, I would agree totally with you. But mm-hmm. today with the, 
you know, no loyalty to what the jersey on your back sure. whatsoever. I look at Kobe a guy, and Paul Pierce, who would have stayed forever, a guy, guys like that as they should be the role models. So if anything comes out of this, I hope that it's if you're talking about it from a basketball standpoint, I hope right. it's loyalty to your franchise and also work ethic and killer mentality. And no, you don't have to French kiss your opponent after every game like these guys do. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's weird. It's really bizarre. And, it's and almost I, as weird right. as Isaiah and Magic kiss. Remember they used to kiss? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Wacky. You know. <laughs> It, it was. It, it, well, know, we went from Bird, who was like wanting to, they wanted to kill each other, right. even in the exactly. end when they became friendly, to Isaiah, who was so sissified to begin with. Anyway, let's just go. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, the, so we appreciated that about him. But it was so single minded. It was so in in mm. in search of his own greatness as opposed mm-hmm. to in search of his team's greatness. You know, and I know other players appreciated that. And they they held that up as, well, look how great that is. But look how great his teams weren't in that yeah. era, in that post Shaq era, 05, 06, 07. I mean, he's asking out. He asked out of L.A. Right. Yeah. Make the deal. Yeah. Well, so, they had to put they had to put I mean, he had to push them. It's like Pierce asking out of Boston. Sure. And yeah. it was almost the almost the same exact timing. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it was, seven, yeah. you know, and, and Pierce Dude, was, was like, that the perfect storm. I mean, you think about oh. it, that whole situation. I mean, even that Lakers team, I mean, the Celtics destroyed them. But when you think about it, they weren't the Celtics were a far better team. I mean, Bynum couldn't play. Right, you had Powell, you had Fish, and you had Kobe. You had a great coach. I mean, I, I, that team wasn't the, they weren't stacked, and he took them to the finals. Um, I agree with you, but in today's NBA, it's very hard for me to, uh, you know, villainize somebody who stuck with their franchise. You know, you know, that's my biggest thing, right? Is this lack of loyalty? I think it's destroying the game. That and Adam Silver's combating that with more. Uh, contests that make no sense like what is this all-star thing i mean i'm glad that they're doing tribute to kobe they should yeah. oh my god and stern will somebody please mention david stern um Absolutely. but yeah. yeah but i mean do they have to do like bingo or yahtzee in the middle of each quarter <laughs> <laughs> could we just play basketball dictionary five extra points if you're yeah i know sounds like don't we all want to see Taco Fall play charades? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, oh, that would have been, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. Right? Yeah, um, that'd be great. But, I love when Scal says, we just don't want Taco to turn into the clown. You're like, Scal, come on, man. You're one to preach. I, right? I, I mean, I, Scal is the original. Anyone. Him and Greg Kite are the original clowns. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Scal's legend has grown the White Mamba. Oh, it has. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's – and, and yeah. that's – you know, poor, poor. Uh, you know, you're right. I mean, I don't want to see anybody be a mockery of the game, and it's not like the All Star Game is some sort of sanctified uh, oh God, no, right? situation. But it does feel gimmicky, you know. It's so gimmicky, and that's that's what we're 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 losing some of that traditional powerhouse. You mm-hmm. know, looking forward to that Sunday afternoon on CBS when Philly yeah. was coming to Boston. Come and, on. And you, you'd circle your whole weekend around seeing Doc and oh. Tony 
And those guys were up against Bird and McHale and Parrish and then they Gerald fight Henderson. In pre-game and Max, Max, Max going of course. in the stands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Talk you about build, you build your weekend around that stuff. You would build your week and your Sunday dinner around it, right? You didn't yes. have dinner. You had it either early and it usually was later because the early game was Boston. Yeah, I mean, the league has lost that luster, I, I think. But uh, you look at uh, Kobe. Right, we're talking here. Right. Uh, before we move on from Kobe, is right. you mentioned the respect for the game. You got guys like LeBron. I'm not going to go into a bash LeBron. Don't worry. Do it. But no, you know who could do, do it? Do it. <laughs> this 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 network is founded upon hating LeBron. But absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but you, you you look at LeBron who preaches the history of the game but really i don't i don't believe it it's like him saying he read the godfather for five consecutive years because he put it out of his locker so everybody saw it kobe he knew the game man i mean and the legends like respected him i mean there's a video that max has been tweeting around of of kobe walking right by at the end of the last game in la he's walking right by uh, the, the you know he's walking out of the arena and there's Marcus Smart talking to Max. He stops. Marcus thinks he's going to say hello to him. He goes and pays respects respect to Cedric Maxwell. To me, that is somebody who knows the game, right? Yeah. yeah. Poor Marcus. He he looks really goofy in that. <laughs> he, he he punked Marcus, but it was uh, I mean he knew the game, Kobe, and he he knew the rivalry. Right. He understood the rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers. And I think that's what made 08 in 2010, that whole era there when it was almost like throwing back to when we were growing up, John. And I and I and I give that Mm -hmm. to the fire of Kevin Garnett and the fire of of uh, Kobe Bryant. No, that's you're right. And and looking at that 2008 lens, 2010 lens. You know, great stuff on the jump. Paul Pierce talking about oh, really how he good. felt like the truth. There wouldn't have been the truth without yeah. Kobe, you know, mm-hmm. because and I remember that L.A. that game in L.A. where he went off and, and mm-hmm. a, a Celtics team that really had no business no being business. playing in against a truly great team and that Laker <laughs> yeah. team. That's right. They you know, been in the forum, right? Take, Not you know, write this yet. down. Don't mm-hmm. take anything out, right? As we told, <laughs> what Shaq told the steeple pet, and yep. he is the mother bleep of truth. <laughs> yep, and it stuck, man. But yeah. he was. And Pierce, uh, it's funny, John, isn't it? I mean, we get a little reminiscent, and like when you know sad things like this happen, makes you think. You look at a guy like Paul Pierce, and some of these now, I guess you know we're at the point where we could call Pierce a legend of the game, and. I'm proud of Paul Pierce, you know. I'm I am proud of Kobe that he comes from. I mean, he he. You're right. He ne- maybe never reached his potential by what held him back in his own mind with stubbornness and elitism in some ways. But he did get us through the Jordan uh, exit and into the LeBron era, and that was an ugly portion of basketball, uh, John. You know, and I, I mean, they were bringing the three point line in. You know, it was just the malice at the palace. So I really give at that point, if you think about it, he was he, along with Shaq and a couple others, were the face of the of the league. And and Kobe, I don't know how he just morphed into Jordan in so many ways. He couldn't shine Jordan's Nikes, but he mimicked him in the way that he played and in the way he spoke and the way he carried himself 
almost in the same vein as Jordan and Dr. J and those really. And for a guy who, who came right out of high school, uh, immature, but mature at the same time. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. It makes it makes a lot of sense. And I, and I think, you know, that experience being overseas, being the son of a, of a former yep. NBA player certainly helps yep. with that. Uh, you know, I, I think that the, you're right. He he was that bridge uh, to the LeBron era. And, and Shaq obviously had a big part in that as well. Yeah. Oh. I think that I think that. As you said, he really he was not Jordan, and that's that's been the difficulty I've had in some of the coverage since you know, over the last few days. It's not that he wasn't a great player; he was a great player. Did, was he? Is was he? Uh, did I think he could have been more uh, and, and and become more of a complete player? Absolutely. I, I don't feel like. He he did that, and and this is about degrees here. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. oh well, he wasn't a great player. He was a great player. We're talking about is he the sixth best player of all time, the twelfth best player of I all don't time? Think he's in the top he, ten, I don't know. You don't, I don't, right, I don't either. But you know what I mean? Like that's that's what we're talking. We're talking about how great. I mean, it's 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 small <laughs> layers of greatness, you know, mm-hmm. and and the way that some of the conversations are going, cultural significance, yes. But as a player, there's a lot of guys on that list you gotta you gotta be real about. We gotta talk but about those Russell guys that you're and, thinking and about, Jordan and Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. those guys you gotta talk about those guys. Magic Bird. Magic. Okay, those are five guys right Isaiah. there. Isaiah. I mean, I hate them, but Isaiah. <laughs> Wilt. Uh, Wilt. Jerry West. I mean, I can I mean, go Jerry. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, and no one has been more uh, uh, over the top in their in their. Uh, in their tributes to Kobe than Turner. And I love TNT. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't love the the broadcast, but I love the, yes. you know, the Barkley Shaq and Shaq broke my heart oh, the yeah. other night. Awesome. I mean, you want to talk about if you, you have kids and they're in their teens and they're getting to that point where they're a little snotty or they're, you know, <laughs> yeah. Let them watch that because you looked at that man who is seven foot something and 300 pounds over and he was crying like a baby out of not just the fact that he lost someone that meant something to him, but dude, there was a lot of regret coming out of those, oh, yeah. those tears. And he even said it. And then what was totally heartbreaking, I mean, the world-class crier is Jerry West. But seeing him at 90 crying the way he was, oh, was, was really upset. It, it was unsettling. But no, no one there, you know, mentioned some of it. Barkley did a little bit to the point where he said, you know, there was an, an area where uh, he felt like Kobe became a human and more likable after he got you know, after he had the kids and everything else, mm-hmm. and it mellowed him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you talk a guy like D- Derek Fisher, you know, oh, man. I mean, the thing is, you, with all the guys we just mentioned ahead of Kobe, possibly, arguably, majority of them don't have five rings. Bird doesn't. Right. Isaiah doesn't. Will certainly doesn't. West certainly doesn't. Right. You know, so that's that's where Kobe becomes in a, in in an elite category. And the Celtics in the classiest way possible paid amazing tribute to him tonight as they always do and people do not give them the respect for inventing the montage cuz they did the Boston Celtics. That was not a thing that teams did prior to the Celtics. You know, so they did a great job tonight, man. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I know you were late to the game. But it was it was poignant. It's on our Instagram, CLNS Media. Uh, what what little I did see was they were showing clips with photos of players 
with him, mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. to me, that's the legacy that I, I, I think I want to be more in touch with in terms of appreciating that and appreciating that he was a beacon to other players to, yeah. to become something. And I think that that, that's a part of it that I can't appreciate because I'm not a player, you know, I'm yep. just a guy yep. watching the game, but Jason Tatum, you know, that's his guy, you know, and, and a, a lot of them, and, and, you know, we saw Trayon and all these guys. Right. Sure. You know, right. like that's, 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 a, that's a, that's something else that isn't, um, you know, counting rings or how many MVPs or scoring records or whatever. That's about, you know, aspiration, you know, which yeah. is, which is and a really drive. important thing. Absolutely. You know? And so do you, do you treat that differently? Sure. You know, what, what's kind of lost me is, well, let's, let's retire the number league wide or let's nah, change the logo. Or let's change the logo. Stuff. I yeah, mean, no, I can't see any of that. And that's way too much. And that's, 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 I'm part of the media, but that's the media, media driven. And it's, it's, I mean, if you want to retire the number first, the NBA's never okay. The closest the NBA has probably seen to this is Magic getting HIV, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and that was, uh, I mean, I we didn't know what HIV was other than that people die immediately from it. We all thought yeah. he was going to die immediately. I, I still remember Stern hugging him at uh, uh, the All Star game and thinking, mm-hmm. as a, you know, is David Stern going to die now? I mean, that was a, a moment. In time where, you know, and people were not talking enough about David Stern, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's a moment in time where pe- that was hugely controversial for him and brave for, for Stern to do that, even though it, anyone with a brain and over the age of 13 would know you can't get AIDS that way. It was still not widely uh, educated. The awareness wasn't there. Magic started that. So I think Kobe dying is is is. Dude, I'll tell you what, when, when my uh, my alert went off, I mean, I, my heart stopped. Mm, it too. stopped. It did. And I, and, I, and I didn't have the kind of disdain for him that you did. I And I did really think of you almost immediately once the dust settled, um, <laughs> because I remember long before CLNS living to, li- listening to CSL and and you just turding all over him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and but again, time mellows people and. It's hard to believe he's retired four years, man, and and uh, I, and now he's gone. And and the daughter, I mean, like that's just oh, that's heartbreaking. That's I mean, I can't even yep. imagine. I prayed to God in heaven that it was fast, yeah. that those two didn't even have a chance to look at each other and know that they were going to go. Yeah. Because I can't, and I don't have kids. I can't. You have a family. I can't even imagine uh, what a parent would feel um, in that way, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I the things let's, let's just round this out, right? The things, I mean, Kobe ultimately had drive personified, definitely a throwback in the way that you know there was no love loss for his opponents. Uh, I think he's, you got to look at the fact that he spent his entire career committed to a franchise. Maybe you like as you put it, he tore it apart in the the Shaq era, but. He stayed with them through the bad years, and and those are the things. And then ultimately, regardless of Colorado, he was clearly a good father. Clearly, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, so so yeah. I, I I have nothing but heartache in, for their family, for the Lakers. I mean, I'm close with Michael Cooper. I'll tell you, it's not funny, but that it's uh, so Cooper. 
I don't know, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, a month ago, I was, I was, I was going to the guard. I'm on my way to the garden and there's a video that comes across. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't YouTube. It might've been Instagram and it was Kobe. He looked to be speaking in a, at a college in, uh, in California or somewhere. And he's, he's with the moderator and he's talking about, you know, uh, today's game versus his game versus his idols game. Right. And somehow unprovoked, he goes into riffing about how, you know, bird could have been considered overrated. Like he couldn't have been that difficult to guard. And he said, and I, I spoke to the, um, the Showtime Lakers about this, you know, Rambus, Worthy, Magic, you know, these guys. I looked them right in the face. And I said, that was a slow white boy. And I heard that. And I thought, the dude didn't even mention Michael Cooper. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I immediately took the video on my way into the garden and uh, texted it to Coop. The dude lost his shit. So got, you know, after this happened this weekend, I get a text from Cooper. He's like, can't talk going on CNN. But man, do I feel bad for being pissed at Kobe about something so petty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so and he wasn't really mad. It was just like, dude, come on. He was the bird stopper group. Like you want to he talk sure about was. anybody a defensive player of the year. You know, there's a guy that that uh, deserves the credit. But and then if you look, I, I removed an episode out of out of uh, Joe Sway and Cedric Maxwell's podcast. They had a great segment that was kind of poking a little fun at, at Kobe. But that's the thing about Kobe, too. He and I did not see it. I obviously didn't know him. Um, but from what I've heard from people who do know him, he had a great sense of humor for somebody who always looked pretty smug. Yeah, 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 that's that is true. I mean, it seems like he's been someone who had, who was he was always someone who who could take the joke and, and could give as much as give he it back. Yep. Yeah, you know, and yep. that's and, and that, you've got to respect that. And like you said, I mean, there was I think Justin probably actually had more dislike for Kobe. <laughs> Uh, he yeah. went to that game in 2007 when things were really down when and they chanted MVP. They chanted MVP, and I, I don't think Justin still gets, gets gets the shakes over that. But that yeah. has more to do with the fans and and that were there. And and I, having gone to the Laker game, um, you know, a mm-hmm. week and a half ago, mm-hmm. you know, I they're still sold a lot of purple and gold in those stands. They're out there, you know, yep. and that's I think that's the the, the most difficult the thing heart, is yeah, it is those folks they feel it so strongly and yep. and. You know, I've been trying to tell those folks for a while that, you know, as, as good as he is, he's, there were others who were better, and that's yeah. okay. Uh, but but that's but he's still great, and he was a great player. And, and I think he, he, as you said, I think in his post-career or at the, towards the end of his career, he found – Yeah, yeah, he found a yeah. mellow, and he, he became more human. You know, yep. I've heard other people say that, and I felt that watching him, it felt like this is a person. You know, it's not this mama mentality nonsense that that really I thought was even uh, if yeah, I, I got to agree. Not with helpful. If you, go, if you go back to you know our archives, you could see him straight through 2011, 10, 11 through to the end, his last game. And I did go through because we were re-releasing a lot of the videos, obviously, and Uh, it is a distinct difference between the way he was with the media. I mean, in the end, he was he was really, really respectful to the fans of Boston, to the franchise and joking, kidding around. I know his last game, he goes he had a film crew with him 
Um, and he was do- and, I, and I don't think it ever came out. So maybe we'll see it now after he's passed. But he was documenting his uh, farewell tour. And so out doing the garden report on, you know, on the parquet and Jeremy, the cameraman is looking over and there's Kobe's camera crew. Uh, they filled the, they filmed the whole garden report as it was going. And afterwards, I believe it went down like Jared Weiss had said like, dude, like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. We didn't know you were going to film. We wouldn't have been here. Like we, we were just doing the job. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Kobe was like, no, man, that was awesome. I think we're going to put it in the documentary. So it's a good opportunity that if that documentary is ever released now that he's passed, that, uh, you might see some, uh, CLNSers in there. That's, that's pretty awesome. That but, uh, awesome. he, he had an aura, didn't he? I mean, he walked in a room, oh. didn't have to say a word and you knew he was there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Enough of that. Enough of that. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Speaking of people who uh, played the big game, it's less than a week out before the big game, but you can get in on a ton of wagering action. transition. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How long will the National Anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the big game even starts. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, BetOnline. All right. So we're back. That thing. Now (laughs) you killed that. We did that. Check. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'll tell you what. Be- Bet online is sending uh, Goodman oh. and Ryan to the Final Four. How about that? That's that's gonna be some good stuff. Way yeah, to go. Yeah, Bob has really come around, hasn't he? He's like everywhere again. It's good to see him oh, looking good so and healthy, and and uh, shows great. And it's a great pairing. I love how those two play off each other, and you know, certainly Bob knows everything about everything ever. You know, uh, and, and yeah, pairing that with, yeah. with Goodman, who, you know, knows these kids and like, you know, help them tie yep. their shoelaces at an <laughs> AAU event when they were seven. You know, it's so it's it's fun. It's like, it's fun. I love, you know, I there, love the back there, and it, forth of those two. There guys. is a uh, the, the random um, Dolph Shays reference that we edit out occasionally from Bob. <laughs> 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 but for the most part, I mean, what what is. I've been to Bob's house, but so we, we we film it now. Bob is has now finally he's graduated through Skype. He could use it, uh, but I used to have to drive all the way to Hingham, which is an hour, about an hour and a half from my house, to turn <laughs> Skype on. Um, but the man has boxes of box scores going back to the mid '60s. I mean, the dude is a box score junkie. I mean, I'm looking at his box scores of Bill Russell. That shit's got to be in the Hall of Fame at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're a good pairing. Then uh, Doug, hey, uh, Bob compared to Kobe to Jordan, so he's one of those guys. I uh, that's shot. Yeah, it's hard not to. It, yeah, I mean you can see it. It's the, yep. it, clearly he was the model that, that Kobe was going for. But oh no, um, question. yeah, no I question. mean, and Jordan was, loved him, Duke. He did. Yeah, he did. Jordan loves anybody. You J- Jordan loved Kobe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. sort of Larry. Larry has not made a statement. I'm surprised. 
You know, that's yeah. You ask. It's funny. A lot of these guys, uh, they really loved the way that guy went after it, which is so interesting because throwback. He's a throwback, but. In my mind, he did not play that type of team ball <laughs> that Larry did, or even that Michael did. No, you know? but he had um, the mentality. We could do this that's all day. It. You're okay. right, but he had the mentality that these players today don't have. Yep. I and, like someone who hates their opponent. I like someone who sticks on with their team. <laughs> and Kobe did that, so I have to respect them. And I got to tell you, Duke, this will be the last thing I say on the topic. When the Celtics were going through – the ML car era um, and nothing against ML, but that was, and the Patino era and uh, the Paul Pierce coming out to the podium with bandages across his face. Right. There were some times there prior to the Danny Ainge wick doc era. And even then that you mentioned, uh, you know, the MVP chance, it wasn't always rosy there before KG that the Celtics were a slumping franchise. And I never rooted for the Lakers. But there was something for an old school basketball fan that was, I don't know, a little reassuring to see the Sixers go against the Lakers in the finals. You know, to see the Lakers there meant there was something left of when basketball was good. Now, taking that fast forward to 17 versus 16 is getting a little bit too close with LeBron yeah. and Anthony Davis in the in the driver's seat of that one championship away from from the Celtics. But uh Anyway, that brings us to current day. I just transitioned that really well. That was that was great. <laughs> Although I do have to say, 2001, 2002, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I was not happy. Larry's Larry's Pacers losing to that's the, true. The Lakers. That was tough to take, but but there was okay. something reassuring seeing Larry right. in what was the fake uh, fabulous form, right? The Staples that's, Center. Right. <laughs> well, we right. have the fake Boston Garden. You can't get that's too critical. True. This is true. But I would say I would say during that period, it was you're right. There was kind of reassurance. Okay, this is. But then we went when they had 15 and we had 16. It was like, "Ah, I don't Mm, know about this. Of course, all the all the titles won in Minneapolis don't count anyway. So, well, I will say this, uh, John, I do have a and this is I'm going to text it to you when we hang up. I have a letter. It wasn't written to me, but I have a letter from Dr. Buss. In 1992, I want to say, do you know at that point they still were not counting the Minneapolis Lakers championships uh, with the Lakers in L.A.? And uh, the way I know is because the memo that Dr. Buss is writing has uh, all the championships at the top and the bottom, the header and the footer, and it's only the Los Angeles Lakers championships, which means the Celtics are still – what six ahead of the Lakers? <laughs> that's Perfect. true. I know. That's I did all not we know need that. To know. I, I'm going to frame that baby. That's 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 all you need to know from straight from Doctor Buss's mouth. I mean, I think that's all we need to know. I mean, <laughs> my it. goodness, come on. Yeah, now. The, the 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 fabulous version of, of Red's alter ego, a fabulous <laughs> Red <laughs> Doctor Buss. I'll tell you one oh, more thing. Man. There is yeah. a video out there that Max keeps circulating on Twitter. Of that Ivoroni fight with the Sixers. Oh, yeah. And when Red comes down on the court and he's throwing punches at Billy Cunningham, I mean, that those were the days, man. Those were the days. Those that were was the days. Stuff. Red's out on the court in the midst of a brawl. It's great shit. <laughs> it's just great. He's like five foot two. It's just awesome. Oh, that was great. Billy yep. Cunningham. Oh, those, mm. yeah. That was some good stuff. 
Yep. All right. Well, speaking of good stuff, we're going to pivot yep. here. Uh, we got some all stars. We have yeah, we baby. have two all stars on the on the. Uh, We'll say the Eastern squad, but mm-hmm. we know obviously they'll go into the pod and, and there'll be mm-hmm. the, the draft here coming so up. So stupid. Jason Some Tatum. I like it. Yep, yep. Tatum. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. Tatum man. gets it. Uh, Brown does not, but Tatum mm-hmm. gets on. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, with Tatum making his first All Star game? I is think he- it is fitting, man. I, I'm happy for him. I think it's he deserves it. I I. I feel bad for Jalen. I think Jalen is a great candidate for most improved player. Um, but I think when it when it all is said and done, uh, Jason just has a bit more of a all around. Uh, all, Jason has stepped stepped up his defense in every way. He is rebounding. They both have very similar stat lines, honestly. But I think that when it all comes down to it, Tatum is more looked to as a go to a leader. Uh, not that Jalen's not. I just think that that's the perception, and clearly, that's what the voters thought. Yeah, but if, if I'm sure Justin, when he listens to this, we oh, give him a spirited defense of yeah. of Jalen Brown and why he should have been there, and yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. I mean, truth of the matter is, I had lost faith in Jalen last year, and I was telling Justin that. I mean, he, but. We're not going to bring up the name who, you know, man, we won't mention, but what a difference a year can make because I saw, I'm not covering as many games this year, John, but I I saw Jalen on several occasions and it's almost as if the weight of the world is off his shoulders. Yeah. He he, He was so heavy last year. Yeah. Yeah. He plays free now. I I totally see that. I mean, I think last year towards the end, he was playing – Kind of mm. like F it basketball, yep. and I'm gonna do yeah. what I'm gonna do what I need to do. What's right, and not Everybody listen to wants. that guy. Yeah, you know. But I think this year, really, team. I mean, just Ooh. he he play. He's a guy with purpose. He yep. plays with purpose. Everything he does is 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 well considered. He doesn't second guess. He plays confidently, and it's it's just it's so and, nice to see. And also, you know, totally reassuring of his confidence in what Danny Ainge granted him. Contract-wise, after last year, that was a big leap of faith. But I think the big thing is Jalen has come, and we're you know we're talking about the guy who didn't make the All-Star team, but J- Jalen has come back this season, improving every aspect of his game. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic because we didn't see one Instagram video this summer of him carrying boulders up mountains and nonsense like that. <laughs> you know, he just put his head down and improved his game. And uh, uh, coincidentally, when he's dribbling in traffic, he is no longer putting his head down and losing the ball quite as much either. He has improved every aspect of his game. And uh, I, 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 you, know, you said I was right. I don't need to say I told you so. But I did say over and over and over, not just on this show, but a lot of shows I went on. Once that man is gone, the dark cloud is going to come off the team and everyone is going to be better. And it's clear that's the case. It's the one area where uh, analytics, uh, the way of the game today, fails. Analytics yeah. will always fail over chemistry. Chemistry, I never saw a team with less chemistry. And then this year, what a turnaround. Guys like Ennis Cantor overachieving. You know, Daniel Tice. You know, so I'm glad to see that uh, Jason is a an all-star. Uh, we did a segment at the Garden uh, last game I was there. I said vote bo- they should both be put in, and I think they should have been. 
Yeah, I well, and that's I think the next question is how far away is is he from that? And because he's there. You know, I mean, no, I mean in terms of can can he still? I mean, if there's injuries and whatnot, I mean, are we talking about a? Could we get three? Because I think. Oh, I think. Booker is – I think Booker – everyone's looking at Booker as the next guy who should get in. I think yeah. Bradley Beal is probably in that conversation. Yeah. I think Jalen. I think those Jaylen, three are probably think, yeah. the best. You know, I think I mean, they're Booker, in that mix. Right. Yeah, I can see Booker, Beal. I mean, okay. But I think – yeah, you're right. It's Booker, Beal, and, 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 and Jalen. But Jalen and, and Jason were neck and neck, at least if you're looking at their stat line. What is their stat line? I think it's very similar on 26 and 4 or something like that. Yeah, I'll bring I it know up here. Bri- I know Jalen or Jason is, I think, at like 21. I mean, think about that. That is a great stat line for someone coming out of their sophomore slump. 21, 6, and 4 last I looked before yeah. the road trip. Jalen, Jalen, uh, so Jason is tw- almost 20, was 21 and a half, yeah. 6, or excuse me, 7 and 3. That is a great stat line, man. And, and Jalen is 20. Yeah, almost six and a half and two and a half. That's so very, I'm a, telling you, they're right there. Below. Yeah, yeah, and and I would say that there's no question. Brad Stevens is more more apt to go to Jason in big moments than than Jalen. He Jalen tends to, and Josue would tell you this. He, he mentions it all the time. Jalen tends to not intentionally, but there are times where he kind of gets lost and his numbers yeah. not getting called. You know, Jason's number is always getting called, it seems. And I don't think it's an intentional thing. I, I mean, I don't think it's, uh, you know, yeah, I don't think it's a, a measurement of their one against the other. I, I, I think they're both, um, I don't know. I mean, they both have dynamic games, right? Jalen's probably a better defender than Jason. But Jason's gotten much better this year. At I think as a team defender, Jason is, is much better than Jalen. I think on the ball... I think Jalen still has the nod, but I think as a team defender, and I think that's really where kind of those plus-minus numbers, mm-hmm. net rating numbers, mm-hmm. are really putting Tatum. I think that's why Tatum made the, the team. Tatum, honestly. yeah, yeah I mean, you know, because off the charts. They're plus-minus when he's on the court, and their net rating when he's on the court is just so much better than anybody else on the team. It's yep. just like you you have to reward that, but. Jalen has a case in and of his of his own, and though his net rating isn't like superb. Uh, you know, it's like you said, it's hard to ignore 26 and a half and three, two and a half. And, that you know, he's shooting almost 50 percent from the field and almost 40 percent. He's almost 50, 40, 90. That you is know, unheard well, of 50, today. Yeah, that's unheard of today. Unheard of. And that's coming from a guy like Jalen. There were points last year in particular where we were all, oh, no, I was like the Marcus Smart shooting the three. You know, oh, no, sure. no, no, no. You know, where. And then there's Marcus. We haven't said anything about Marcus, who, you know, is is just. I mean, <laughs> I used to have major problems with Marcus. You know, I know and you I, did. They were unfounded. They were wrong. They because, were. Uh, of course, this they man. Were. <laughs> this man is a. They were very wrong. Yes. This man is a Celtic through and through. And and uh, if Brad Stevens would just allow team captains, he'd have my vote. No Marcus. doubt. No, no doubt. It's 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 insane that that, that really has not happened. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, they have not said, look, you're that guy. You're that dude, you know. I think it's I, implied. Probably. You're right. And, and and to do that in the face of two older players who have max contracts, maybe it just yep. creates too much tension. Yep. Uh, you know, Kemba certainly is a leader. And you know? oh, Kemba, for sure. Kemba, yeah, how is it to have a guy who says, I don't care how many points I score. I struggled tonight. But you know, we won. 
You know, I mean, right. that's that's refreshing. That's, I love this team, man. I really after coming off of a team I absolutely effing hated. Mm-hmm. This is just so great to see that the culture is there. Celtics pride is still alive and these guys embrace it. I mean, that's just exciting to me. It, the most that cool. was the last year's team was was the my probably least favorite Celtics team of all time. Ever. I mind you. You know, I mean, worse it, than Patino teams. Yeah, worse than Patino yeah. teams. Because you know what the Patino teams was? It, it, it was Patino's. He was again. It was an issue of expectations. Patino yeah. was putting expectations out there in the media, and and they weren't fulfilling them. So in the same way, there were similarities, but they were young teams, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was Antoine, and it was Paul, and yep. you know Ron Mercer, well, John face it. McCarty, Patino. I almost said Patino. He sucked all the air out of the room. So anything that yeah. would have been. Um, a deterrent against the players would always go back to Patino. I had stumbled across a, a YouTube, I'm a YouTube junkie, man. So I, I stumbled across it. Now that it's on, on Xfinity and you put it on your TV, man, it's just like, I can't stop watching old basketball games. I'm such a loser. I mean, like I can't, I, I get done with this craft that we just saw. It was a good game. But, uh, and I turn on, I'm like, I can't watch any more basketball. And I end up on YouTube watching the 1982 Celtic Sixers series, but the point is, I, I stumbled across uh, Patino. It looked like it was forced, and Red, Red begging the crowd at Boston Garden, the old Garden, to give this team a chance on opening night, mm-hmm. and it was definitely Patino driven. But it was sad. I got to find that and send it to you. It was sad to see, to be honest with you. Mm. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, uh, you know. There was a lot of bad of the Patino era. I still think his fellowship of the miserable uh, rant was actually right on. You know, I think he actually was. Was that the bird and and walking through the door? Yes. Yeah, it was right on. All negativity in this town does suck, you know, and and it it makes the greatest town in the world lousy. And he's right about that. Is that there is that negative bent that we. Whatever happens in Boston, we haven't seen a lot of it, but well, you've seen it now. You see what wrong. Brady posted. Uh, yeah. I'm so sick of Brady, man. I'm not gonna go down that path. Yikes. Okay, yeah, we're not gonna go there. That that could, that could, <laughs> we've gone after Kobe. Let me just say one thing really quick, yeah. right? This is did we talk nothing about the game, nothing about the no. current team. Okay, but that's because we don't talk enough, dude. So that's anyway, right. I hope that this is for us listeners. It ain't for you. You guys just gotta endure it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm watching as late at night. I got home from. Um, from the bar so i'd had a couple martinis and i'm laying in bed and i have on it's either old games or it's or it's nbc boston i love what they do at nbc boston so i'm watching nbc boston this particular night i wasn't loving it because kobe had just died you know the celtics were on a three-game uh road trip in which you know case they just beat miami and uh uh cora is cheating and uh the Bruins are – they can't finish, shocker. But they have a good record, you know. And it is the, the NFL offseason, at least for the Patriots. And these guys are talking about Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. I realize it's the play, it's the Super Bowls coming up. But, I mean, there's – like, let's not devote the whole show to it. So here I get my phone out, Duke, and I'm, I'm – 
I'm feeling no pain. So I'm feeling a little beer muscles, right? And I start to type out exactly what I just said. And I'm about to hit send. And it was like a lightning bolt hit me in the face. You better check your YouTube channel. I go to the YouTube channel. All Tom Brady. (laughs) I'm in that business, man. I mean, it is what it is. You got to go where the ratings are. So as much as it annoys me, uh, the Brady stuff, it is it is what drives ratings. Yeah. And I am in New England and he is God. He is God. Absolutely. Yes. The father, the son and the Tom Brady. I mean, that's (laughs) that's where they are. (laughs) Good God. You see what he posted tonight? I did. I did the photo, and I don't know what that means either. But. Uh, no one does that cryptic bullshit. And, like, so, of course, the phone blows up because everybody assumes I'm this big Tom Brady uh, Patriots NFL fan. And I really don't li- – I like the Patriots. I really like Belichick. I love Kraft. Yes. Um, but I'm not really a fan. You know that. And, and I'm like, dude, I don't care if he stays or if he goes. I just care if they'd stop talking about him. Like, come on. Stop posting pictures like that, Tom. Is this we a like- show? Yeah. <laughs> Rumor has it. (laughs) Wait, what year? What year? Uh, Yeah, we spent most of the time talking about the 80s, I think. It's usually what happens when you and I get together, right? We talk about about Max and Irving. We got to spend some time on Max's Twitter handle, man. Come on. It's like it's a moving comedy act. That podcast is so funny. Do you listen to the podcast? Of course, of course, I listen to it. It's it's fantastic. It would, how Joe Sway like just pulls pulls stuff out he of knows, him, you know? He knows what to say. He does great. He it's really great knows job. what to say. Max doesn't hold back, man. But I'll tell you that Twitter handle, those Max Mojis, I'm, I'm dying to see who got it tonight. I bet you Hayward. Yeah, tonight might have been Hayward. We're not talking about too much about the game tonight, but we know <laughs> he gets the Max Moji, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, big game coming up Saturday. Big Six game, years. yeah. So, so okay. So let's reel it in one more gonna, time. We're gonna. So here's what we do. So we do the outtakes, right? And so here's, <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna. This is our outtakes where we talk about what's gonna happen. We get two games. All right? I'll bring it back to Maurice Teeks. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. Well, okay, we got Philly and Atlanta. Then we get we gotta figure out what's gonna happen in those two games. So we'll yeah. talk about. We'll talk about Caldwell Jones and uh, John Conkak. Bobby Jones. John Conkak. Get John Conkak and John Battle. John Battle. Oh, my. John Battle was good. He was good. He didn't enough credit. No. Oh, Kevin Willis, who who was better than Kevin McHale. Remember that McHale scored like 650 on him? I'm better than Kevin McHale. Yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sixers will be a good game, though, and – is Boston going to get that one? They have to. Back. What's going to have to? What do you think? I think they have to. And uh, you talk about Kobe fire. They have to have the fire and, and do it because they have every opportunity, every ability. You saw them against Miami. And uh, Philadelphia, even with Al, I still think they're a mentally midget team. And uh, Boston just has to play harder. The, the first three games, I, I take opening night and I throw it right in the garbage. Yeah. But the next two games were – just Philly outplayed them. Yeah. The better team won. Though they were on both of those situations on the second half of a back-to-back. Which oh, come on, dude. Matters. They're 22 years old. It matters. Oh, it, matters. it doesn't. It, it does. Doesn't. I almost you think can't. they played better on the uh, second night of a back-to-back. These guys are 22, man. I, 
listen, it's been a long time since I was 22. <laughs> Me too, but they don't even practice, dude. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I'm just telling you, they did not look in either situation. They did not look like themselves, and I, I think Do you attribute that to the back-to-back. I mean, during the KG era, that had every sense in the world, but you think it still does even with these young guys? I think there's something. I don't. I mean, look, you get in at three o'clock in the morning. That has a lot to do with it. And I think you know, they were in Milwaukee the night before, weren't they? And with the time difference, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah it was, was Milwaukee the, and then Philadelphia. I think the time difference had them all jazzed up. Yeah, that's Indiana. where I agree. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is is like I think I think that's been an issue. I also think so. Remember the last time they played them, uh, Embiid was out. That was the first game Embiid was yes. out, and so you know Ben Simmons was playing like his like uh, like his hair was on fire. Yeah. You know he's going to show the world. Horford who was playing had been playing badly, so he's they were turned it all star all star playoff out. Yes, yeah, they had yeah. all this space on the floor. They well, that's what I'm talking amazing. about. You they know, played better. They played better the, than the Celtics. And then two games before that, or so the last game before that was when uh, you know Embiid got called out on on inside the mm-hmm. NBA. Well, that had a lot to do with it too. It was a perfect storm. It, and that right. was the night Stern had the the. Uh, there we go. I'll throw. There's our throwback cue. Yeah. That's when Stern had the stroke though. That was that night. Yes. Yes. Because I ever it came over the the arena and and you, you know it was almost like the hayward situation like you knew something happened because the crowd kind of went Ooh. you know what i mean because everybody yeah. picked up their smartphones at the same time but but yes and 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 you're right uh uh that all those things did happen <laughs> right that's that's a great way to put it those mm-hmm. things did happen mm-hmm. the cell mm-hmm. still came out and and fell short in both cases yeah. they yeah. could have persevered they could have been the hospital celtics and yep. played better than they ever had they didn't. So now it's a home game. They've got a day off. There's no excuses. Everyone's healthy. Both yep. teams. Coming off go. a good win. The Kobe right. thing, Jason Tatum is smiling, which is nice to see because that kid has been so heartbroken over Kobe. So, you know, not that we're moving on from that, but it, the dust is starting to settle. Yes. And uh, they've got to protect their home court and show that they could beat this team. Because I honestly, you know, guys like Bob would disagree. Jeff, maybe. But I think they're a better team than Philadelphia. On paper, Philly might have. I don't even know that, dude. I don't know yeah, that on I don't paper, know. Philly. I don't know. I mean, I mean, they miss JJ Redick terribly. I would say that because they don't they don't spread the the, the floor well unless Al is is really being uh, involved in the offense. So we know Al could get lost if they're not calling his number. Well, and if if and, and if he's playing, one of Simmons or Embiid is not. That's right. So I know th- until they figure out which one they're gonna go with. Honestly, I don't have any faith in Philly. I, I'm I'm not that that's that whole thing. The whole Sixers situation to me is is not even worth paying too much attention to. Well, it's not worth. That's that's. Make sure that's, it is when they blow off the canyon and they think the game is over and it's really going into overtime. Right, it's always still great right? stuff that happens. Boneheaded. I just. I, I just I can't take them I, I take them seriously, but I think they're underachievers until yeah. they have a group that fits together. And they're that's not Brett mid-time. Brown. It's yeah. not on no, you know it, it's you gotta your two best players gotta fit together, and those guys just don't fit in this league right now. If it's nineteen eighty three, perfect different story, yep. All set. But right yep. now, doesn't work. No, and there's no excuse for it. I mean, you could be a, a poor shooter, but look at Jalen for instance. He was not a great outside shooter and he's come back 
gotten better. Avery Bradley, I mean, now he's kind of washed up. But back in, remember, he come back. He was a terrible shooter. He went to the D League, came back the next season. He had a jump shot. Why is Ben Simmons still not shooting? How about well, here's another one. How about your buddy Rondo? I don't know. Come on. He's still a terrible jump shooter. He can hit <laughs> yeah, about 50 in a row during warm-ups. You put him in okay. the game, and he can't hit it. But to bring it back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Remember those mm-hmm. games against against the Lakers? And Kobe would sit below the Big free throw line, yes, dare yes. him, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. And it killed the Celtics' offense. That's what's happened with Philly. Now yep. Rondo shoots the ball, and you know it, 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 there's a flow to their offense. But, like... If you don't do that, it just everything grinds to a halt. And yeah. until he until he grows up and decides he's going to shoot the ball, that's not the going thing, anywhere. Dude, I mean, there's like I mean, like Rondo at least would 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 shoot it during warmups. I mean, this dude doesn't <laughs> shoot true. it during warmups. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this guy won't. And I mean, we, there is always a cell phone recording him, and it turns into a joke. But that's part of the game, man. I mean. It, you you've got to come back every year with an improvement somewhere if you're going to be a superstar, right? And he has to be able to at least hit a 16 footer. I mean, at least hit a free yeah. throw. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yes. It's it's sad. It's sad, and it, and it hurts the entire team as much as he is a great playmaker. His uh, it, refusal to take it. I remember we used to say back in the Rondo, just take the shot. Even if you're a 40% shooter, you got a 40% chance of making it. Four in every time, ten times you're going to hit a big shot. Taking the shot is almost having the balls to take the shot is almost as, as important as being able to make the shot. Completely. You've got to be a threat out there. You Have need to. five people on the core who are threats, and if you aren't a threat, you're killing everybody else because it's yep. five on four on defense, you know, defending the other team. It's just, yep. it's, 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 a, it's. He has to make that switch, and Brett Brown can't do it for him, and Embiid can't mm-hmm. do it for him, and Horford can't do it for him, you know. Nope. And that's 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 gonna be Philly's issue until and and either they're gonna he's gonna figure it out, which I don't think will happen, or they're gonna have to make a trade of moving either Embiid or Simmons to to clean up the the roster and build a team that can really compete yeah. in today's NBA. I don't know. I, I don't see how you ever move Embiid. He is how do you talk about throwback I players? I mean, you just can't. The a big man today is that has his abilities is yeah. so rare and I also think as much as sometimes he wants to put his foot in his mouth, the, his also his lightheartedness keeps it eased up. I, I mean, I, I like Embiid, to be honest with you. Um, and I would – if I were Philadelphia, I would I would probably if I had to part with one, it would be Simmons because he doesn't have – he's not a multidimensional player. Absolutely. In the right situation, though, he can be a an absolute all-NBA pin talent, I believe. I do too, I, but he still I, needs to take the shot. He's got to take the shot, yeah. But I think, I think if he has that space, I think it will. I think it will happen for him. You know, I just don't think it's going to happen. Now. Philly. He's the this only is... player in NBA history to be a rookie four times. What, what year is he? In? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is his third season. Oh, well, yeah, he's season. so young. He's same same year as uh, as Jalen. Is Jalen, yeah, and he won but, right. He won rookie. Well, he actually was the year before, right? And he didn't play. No, he was Jalen's year, but he was a rookie, quote unquote, the year mm-hmm. that Tatum was the rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you, he's still very, very young. There's a yeah, lot absolutely. of time. So when you're thinking about that, you have to take that into consideration too. He's not nearly hit his ceiling, and the guy, as 
gutless as he is to take a jump shot, he's sure not afraid to speak up. He's not afraid to, to have the ball in his hands. He needs the ball in his hands. So, right. you know, I mean, but Boston, when it all comes down to it, they need to win on Saturday. And if they don't, John, I still am not afraid of Philadelphia. I will cover every game in that series because it's close to home. Uh, road game. They'll send me down on the road. Me and Joe Sway will probably end up on the road if they play the Philadelphia in the playoffs, which I hope they do. And uh, I'll cover those games, and I'll enjoy it because Boston will end up upsetting them. Absolutely. They'll set the the, the, the confetti cannon off. and uh, oh, That was great. And that was one of the best mind. games I covered. I mean, I've covered a lot of games. That one was I ne- I had not it was as if the Celtics won the championship when they got into that locker room because it was such an unlikely win. Yeah. I never seen Al so speaking of Al, we're bringing on another Horford. <laughs> we're launching really? another Horford podcast. Yeah, we're bringing on John, who's oh, a very bringing- good oh, ball great. player. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. We're what's excited his show too. gonna what's his show gonna be based on? Well, I'll find out tomorrow. I will call with him at ten AM, but I think it's going cool. to be a combination of like uh you know, pop culture and basketball, not Celtics related. Thankfully we have more than enough Celtics podcasts out there. Um, but he's a, yeah, he's into, <laughs> well, dude, you're, you're the one who started this, this trend, man. <laughs> well, yeah, we're a little too popular though. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, you know, there was a hundred people listening to podcasts back then and all 75 of the hundred were listening to you. And then That's right. 25 of those 75 were listening to me right after. That's right. And, it sounded like we had a ton of people because all 25 would call in and sit on the call lines. All <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Was, yes. Yes. They were good days. Though, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I hope to see them, the, the Celtics, really pl- play that bulldog basketball, you know, that scrappy ball, yeah. and uh, just out-hustle them. And, 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 and it could happen. The one thing you look at with this, this current Celtics team is, you know, you, you, you look at a guy like Kemba, you, you think, okay – are they going to be a little bit too loosey-goosey? But the truth of the matter is they have a very loose locker room, but they are a very serious team, and I don't worry about that at all. Kemba shows up, and he doesn't suck the air out of the room. Uh, he's a good leader, and I think that we this all-star nod for Tatum is going to blossom him. If he's close to 22 points a game, I wouldn't put it past him to be a 23-24 average at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is oh, going like to be a franchise player, dude. I mean, I love it, and I love it. I love his personality. Um, I don't know if in real life, like he's that shy and quiet, mm-hmm. but man, he is a humble young man and uh, a respectful one and a good ball player. So I, I really, I'm happy for him um, having made the All Star team and seeing him smile here at the post game presser was. Uh, was also good because he's just been so torn up about the Scoby thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Anything well, I could deter us back off the topic for? <laughs> well, how about this? Real quick from you. Top get- five NBA players of the 1970s. That's no? right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Go ahead. What about from me? Well, who's going to win? Who's going to win Saturday? They're going to get the win. I, the yeah, w? I think it's going to be the Celtics. They have to, and and they yeah. perform well when they have to. And they perform well. Uh, they have been a great team all year. But when they have to, they rise to the occasion. And I think two out of those three games, they didn't. And they lost all three. It's a save face type game. I think Marcus is going to be huge. He's going to come up with those, you know, intangibles that, that make all the difference. And really, I hate to continually, and I do it all the time, put so much pressure on Hayward. But you saw in Miami, 
the team plays so much differently when Hayward is 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 a threat out there when he's engaged and and involved and and I, I look at him as uh, the key. He's the key. If Hayward puts together a you know a twenty and twenty point game and he's taking the shot and he's aggressive or playmaking, uh, the Celtics will win. I I think you're absolutely right. There's there's two levels I think I look at this game on Saturday. One winning. Yeah, I think they should. This is something they can win. They should win this game. I think, too, the one thing I really want to see is, to your exact point, can they get us a, a, a rotation on the floor or, or a lineup on the court of their best five? Mm-hmm. And I think that's their team to beat Philly. I know they're not going to be out-rebound them, but that's going to force guys like Embiid and others to have to <laughs> – Get well, on the we're forgetting one big thing, and 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 it's unbelievable that we're we're saying it. I I don't find it unbelievable, but some fans would, and that's will Cantor play because that is yep. makes a huge difference. He's been really good against Embiid, and again, he's been good all season. Um, so that 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 gives the Celtics a little bit more length on that front line. He could rebound, and uh, his defense, which is a big criticism, has been fairly good this year. So. Uh, that's a big that is a big what if 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 Cantor isn't there, I don't think it's a game changer, but I think it does change the game, if that makes sense. But yeah. I, and I agree with you, too, because they have been hiding and during poor stretches. And this goes back to even Brad. They have been hiding behind the fact that they've not been healthy and now they are healthy if Cantor is back. Right. And there's no excuse. And now. You know, you talk about uh, you know it as well as I do. Right after that All Star break, you have got to get into a rhythm, tighten up your rotations, and start thinking playoff basketball for the next two at least month prior to the playoffs. You have to be on some sort of a roll heading in, and uh, it really starts before right around now. You look at it, it's usually February. Um, trade deadline. Yeah, if, if Danny doesn't trade or Dan doesn't break the team up at the trade deadline. Um, you get over that hump, and that's usually right when it's it's crucial that they start coming together and they're healthy. Yep, yep, no doubt. All right, Nick, I promised oh, you. I promised you thirty minutes. We've gone an hour, 90. an hour, and seven minutes. But dude, it's hey, like the old days. We used to go like two hours. You two and hours. Justin would go twelve hours. No problem. No problem. Yeah. We I could have kept going tonight, but we would have to talk some ABA. You know, ABA. Hey, you know, it's really funny. Bob Costas, I was watching an ABA special on on YouTube the other night. Bob Costas looks exactly the same as he did when he was calling games in the ABA. Wow. (laughs) It's like this dude does not age. Uh, He has been everywhere during Mm -hmm. this Kobe stuff, um, which is kind of a throwback to the late uh the early 90s right when sure. costas was was running nba on nbc how, how let's let's wrap with one more historical thing, bit gripe let's say how bad is abc espn i mean oh. coming from the cbs nbc era oh. abc I mean, it is just so hard to watch yeah yeah so I, hard i would say there is the fact that the marquee broadcast the <laughs> best games for the NBA feature Van Gundy, <sighs> and Mark Jackson, Jackson and, and and Mike Green. That's <laughs> that's that's a huge issue. I mean, I'm I not actually sure what like Green doing, but oh, it's I actually show. like Green. It's it, and oh, I like Van Gundy. No. It's Jackson. He's terrible. He brings everybody down. He brings everybody yeah. down. How about he goes up? Max is telling me he Max tweeted out about Marcus Smart being. Uh, 
kind of a throwback to DJ, which I've been saying for years, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. our, uh, last national game, ESPN game, uh, Jackson, he's told this on his podcast, so I'm not telling him. Thing I can't say, but he, Mark Jackson, walks up to him and says, "I have a bone to pick with you, Cornbread." And he said, uh, "What?" Because <laughs> uh, there's no way Marcus Smart can't shine DJ's Converse. He goes, and uh, I know for a fact because I played against him. And Max looked up at him and said, "Mark, you do realize I played against him every single day for five years." <laughs> <laughs> and he was my best friend so, <laughs> and that kind of like sums up mark jackson because he thinks yeah. he knows it all yes give me charles barkley all day long one more totally. bitch why do they keep when they have kevin McHale on their roster mm. who, who isn't great 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 uh broadcaster in, in the booth but why do they keep giving us reggie miller or marv helper gosh i know, I know. reggie miller i can't I just, Marv, I'm crying. Oh, Marv doesn't know who he's talking about half the time. Marv, he looks and, like and, a porcelain doll, man. You should see him in person. I, I was down there for the Laker game. He was yeah, covering, he's a wax figurine. Yeah, it's like, whoa. He's at Madden Tussauds. I went to, long story short, I went to the, the Today Show a couple of years ago, and they were doing one of those concerts, and so they ushered us in, and the guy performed was Jerry Manilow. <laughs> Oh, that's God, the all time. It was. It's very similar. <laughs> See those it's two very, guys. Ooh. It's a combination of Barry Manilow, Liza Minnelli, and Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's yeah. Marv Albert. Strange. And I mean, yes. Marv was all marvelous. He was always great. He's so yeah. clueless. How about when he said the, uh, a couple of years ago, Boston Garden or TD Garden always pipes in the chanting and the cheers. What I know. Do, I know, I remember that. Are you like, kidding what? me? In no, the meantime, his home base, the mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden last night, pumped up the volume on the PA system as the host. It looked like a hostage situation as the fans were chanting, get rid of the owner. <laughs> you know? I mean, but it's bo- TD Garden. I could do this all night, Duke. I'm not going to do it. I still have to work yet. <laughs> you know? well, all right. Well, listen, I want to thank you for joining me and doing this. Nick. Yeah, ransack your show, man. We got – well, no, that's that's what this show is, right? It's you know? true. It's always we, been – We talk we, about whatever you want until Justin gets really annoyed. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he can't get annoyed. He's, no, uh, he's not here. He's in parts he's, unknown. He's, he's got, he's, he's, he has ingested massive amounts of cold medication, and he's – He's, uh, his text message tonight. I thought if I had kids, it would have sounded just. I'm so sick. Can you please <laughs> fill in for me, please? <laughs> I'm like, do you really want to do it? You know, we're not going to talk about anything current. It's like, do will love that. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it for him. I don't care. <laughs> oh, dude, he was here the other. Uh, he stopped it. He had a uh, parts unknown. He had a pass through. Boston. He told me, yeah. yeah. It's like once a year we get together, and so he, he, you know, he crashes in my spare bedroom, and but I have all this historical stuff. Like I built Bill Russell signed basketballs. I got all this great pictures no one's ever seen from the eighties, and uh, he's sitting there and he's looking. I'm like, you don't seem to be getting the kind of thrill out of this. I thought you would. He goes, oh no, I think it's amazing. But all I could think of is Duke would really like this a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, was so deflated. He did not like seeing these oh, rare, man. rare antiquities. But uh, that's it. Man. Have a good night. Go hey, Celtics. Hey, and, and everyone, if you're still listening, you gotta do this. You know what we say. If you're still listening, what do you say, yep. Nick? Uh, I don't remember. What do we say? You say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, you're welcome. Because you it's see, like what everyone, am I thinking? The whole thing is, <laughs> just to explain it, they always everyone on podcasts is always like, oh, I'm sorry. This oh, is I've gone heard home. you do this. Yes. And it's like, dude. There yes. is no, there is no end of the tape here, man. So no. if you're still listening, we're not, we don't want to apologize to you. This is, this is, this is our gift to you. If you're still so, listening, yes, it's a gift. It's a gift. As, you know why I, I didn't pick up on that? I looked over at yeah. NBC Sports Boston right after, you know, the Kobe tribute, the okay. Celtic. Uh, Jason Tatum makes the the All Star team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Celtics blow out. They're ready to play their, their rival in two days. What are they talking about? They have five people on set right now <laughs> talking about Tom Brady. They're not even talking about the Super Bowl. They're talking about Brady. I can't. That's my sign off. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to get beat on up on Twitter of, for this. On behalf, on behalf of all the subscribers to your YouTube feed as well. <laughs> Uh, Nick, uh, well, I watch it. I and this it. Is show. Keep uh, clicking. You're, you keep clicking. <laughs> and you're welcome. You're welcome. 